Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Ethics and Antics podcast. I think this is technically episode five. Um, right now, I am currently sat in Nevada, in Las Vegas, at Sean Lee's house. Sean, I first met we'll get into it I think but in, in Chiang Mai several years ago and then we met for the second time earlier this year and ended up getting on so well we were decided Sean uh, decided to come in on on business with me and since then we rebranded and we've gone from strength to strength as a company got Ben and Bob on board but it wouldn't have been possible without this man right here and I've respected him for the first time we met in Chiang Mai he was making YouTube videos um, working with Durian Ryder uh, one of the first people I heard talk about minimalism, very inspirational way of life. You were living uh, out of Airbnbs and one-way plane tickets for the last three or four years, which I'm sure we'll talk about as well. But that was very inspiring. It was like, oh, you can live that way. You know, I've, I've not felt that yet. And then now you've suddenly chosen to settle down. And since he settled down, he visited me in London. I've decided to visit him in, in uh, Las Vegas in Las Vegas. And here I am right now, Mr. Sean Lee. Welcome to Vegas, brother. Thanks, Welcome man. To <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to my podcast room. Wow, what a setup, bro. Yeah, it's great to have you. Mm-hmm. That was a very warm introduction. Thank you for that. I didn't want to give too much away, but I wanted to say what it was. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful that we've crossed paths all the times so that we have, and welcome to las vegas yeah man it's a crazy time to be here yeah yeah it's a crazy time a few days ago uh, yeah i bet you you said you hesitated to come because of yeah there was those attacks just happened the day before my flight right um and the biggest you know not to give it a number but the, right. what they say the greatest shooting in american the uh, modern deadliest history. at least yeah and we just <laughs> to start an ethical podcast on such a topic we won't I, um, we won't talk about it too much but it certainly put a hesitation on me but i try not to make any decisions out of fear not right. that i'm perfect that's yeah still and I'm, I'm happy you kept your plans i'm happy you're here i'm happy you got on the plane yeah. and that the attacks don't stop mm-hmm. you and stop us from doing the things you should we never stop do. us yeah, yeah i think fear and is, is that is a method whether it was done by some angry psychotic civilian or whether it was false flag who knows you know uh, you know not saying either way but i'm just right. saying at least regardless freedom of speech to say yeah the word but who knows just regardless it all i can take from it was that this incident happened in vegas and i'm not gonna let fear make uh, affect my decision and that um i came in yesterday and, and the sun has really blessed me went for a nice run this morning waking up at 4 a.m with the jet lag but um got on with it and now we're here and we're, and we're getting to work, we're getting as to we work. do. Yeah, we That's work we well do. together, Sean. So I thought I'd bring myself to you, because we work well <laughs> together in London. You might have seen some of the ethics videos from around that time, March, April. Um, there's one of me training, some Ninja Warrior training. There was in a factory. We went to the factory to right. check out that. Sean made those videos really nicely. Yeah, what was funny about the trip to London earlier this year is I was coming just to like make a YouTube video with you. Yeah. We were just going to collaborate on some YouTube stuff. Uh, I was trying to get back in the game. I took some time off from making YouTube videos. I was coming to London to make videos with you, and it was like the second or third day in town. My former business partner wanted to leave 
hold yeah. tight, Millie. Big love to to Millie. Yeah. Um, but it, the the timings just seemed to be so divine. Sean was in town at the right time, looking to make investments in vegan businesses, as any smart man with money would be doing right now. Just mm. happened to be in the right place at the right time to come in and partner up. And yeah, the the company is just sick. What's what's yeah. new? Tell us what's new what's with new? the company. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm kind of, I'm kind of a hands off four hour work week kind of guy so you guys <laughs> and you're out in Vegas, have your playground and tell yeah us, tell us what you guys are so doing. me and ben are, are generally uh we have the office in derby now um bob runs a lot of the online stuff from his with his family vegan geezer bob so vegan does, geezer yeah does that in london benj on earth or benj from earth benj on earth benj yeah on earth. me and ben run it um from derby and we do most of the festivals you see us in the youtube videos and you know ben's such a cool guy we've been among our best friends for a while now and We've both really been through kind of a tough two years. Mm. I don't know if people know about Saturn Returns, but we're both 29 now. And they say between 27 and 29, Saturn Returns, if you're into mm-hmm. astrology or not, just hear me out. Saturn Returns to exactly where it was when you were born. At what age? Zero. Between 27 and 29 between at some 20, point? Yeah, so about 28 years old. Uh-huh. It does a, it's a 28-year cycle. So the Earth does a one-year cycle around the sun. Mm-hmm. Saturn does a 28-year cycle around the sun. Or does the sun do a one-year well, cycle? Anyway, so we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Saturn, but he, Saturn does a 28-year cycle around the sun. And so uh-huh. as it's returning into the exact place when you were born, it unearths a lot of uh, challenges in your life, a lot of beliefs. It unroots a lot of, um, if you need healing, it will bring up the issues that you need to address. And so Ben and me, I sort of left parkour two years ago and sort of quit it and had some issues. Ben was a really cool guy. He was a DJ when I met him and he was DJing for some like a good artist, like tour DJing and it wasn't satisfying his soul. Let me chime in and interrupt the modest man here. I mean, when he says he walked away from parkour, you were world champion Mm -hmm. parkour. He wasn't just uh, amateur parkour, world champion parkour, highest Mm -hmm. level in the sport. And I mean, yeah, that's a big life change. And Benj was also, he was playing festivals, wasn't he? He was smashing festivals as a top-level yeah, DJ. he's not just a uh, yeah. basement DJ. Yeah. So you and guys are both making big changes. We were at 20, yeah, at 27 was just sort of, and then we both sort of addressed it like, is this really like what I want to do with my life? Um, not like a conscious thing. It was just intuitively. I didn't feel as connected to it. And I think Ben's the same kind of intuitive as well. And so we both stepped away. He he started working at a school for the last two years, and it was like a really troubled teen, troubled kids' school. And he right. saw a lot of reflection in when he was growing up, and he thought if I had the guidance, if I didn't have the guidance I had, I wouldn't be where I am now. He wanted to offer that to other people, but I could see that it was such a drain on him coming back from work every day, and then um, you can only I, give so much. Yeah, and I really wanted yeah. to to help with an opportunity, and he just seemed. It wasn't like he just wanted an out but he genuinely is like loves this brand and, and reps it and mm. knows that we've run to something he's really into fashion and he loves uh, vintage clothing which in my opinion vintage is the number one ethical clothing really because I, I hope we can throw up a picture anyone who's been in the UK any of the festivals yeah. I've been to a few of the ethics uh, festivals mm. we've been to and Benj is just on fire at the festivals I mean People know Ben when they come. They re- yeah, he's just they a cool cat. He's yeah. just, everyone's just like, Ben's just the coolest guy. And he just <laughs> is. Uh, he's, and he's, he's, he's so great to just w- be able to work with him um, on this and, and grow this brand. And what's beautiful, as I was saying now, is I've still gone through a lot of turbulent times this last year with, you know, shift with um, a lot of different changes with where I'm living and the business and other things. And then Ben going through it as well. And now we're working together. We're 
working at the festivals I've started to do parkour again and I made some like bridge free running videos which I was really proud yeah, of yeah. Um, and then just recently been to Norway and doing some training out there and then Ben Vegan so cruise. we've just did yeah. the last two of the last week there was two parties the ethics um, we put on a party at Nana Bar their closing party end of the world September 23rd party that's South London or it's East London East London East Shoreditch London. yeah Shoreditch. so Shoreditch and we put up and we ended up going till 5am and me and Ben <laughs> ended up sleeping in my car in the back of can the can we show those pictures the car <laughs> at the back of the, yeah 5.45am we're just both passing out in, in my car and um, yeah a the, good time the, the party was incredible and to see Ben back you know DJing and people to actually they see Ben at the festivals, but they don't realize the talents. You know, that well, I think it's cool and, is that you guys went out in the world and you guys discovered different parts of yourselves and then you're bringing it mm, back to the vegan movement. Yeah. Like, I'm, it, I'm, it's so cool. And it's like with, not to make it about me, but with people see my parkour videos on the bridge and they're like, whoa, like they've come into me from veganism. Mm-hmm, right. And they're like, they hear the stories that I did parkour, they but they don't really connect before, with it. Yeah. yeah. And they're not seeing the footage. So when they see me on the bridge, they're like, well, can you do that? Like, they don't realize, and it's the same with Ben. And it's nice when people sort of connect with you because of your morals and beliefs and ethics first. first yes. And then they realize that you're talented as well. And I think it's, it's about doing that in life. And it's about, for me, veganism is like what underlines me, but it's not about, I don't want to be Tim the vegan. Yeah, you know? right. And I think we should all try and take note of that and try and be an artist first everyone's an artist a creative a genius in their own way and it's tapping into that and then just let veganism be like this you know the salt on top right. kind of thing just the sprinkling the twist of the lime and and so when people talk to you about you know it's, it's what fuels you it's your life and it is important in this day and age but mm. we just don't want it to just be vegan 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 you know? oh, i couldn't agree more yeah. I, I think that's what drew me to you so much when i first heard about you back in probably 2013 uh, I went vegan same year you did 2012 mm-hmm. and I probably saw you popping up through veganism 2012 2013 mm. and what was awesome is that you weren't known for being vegan mm. you were known for something completely different you know your athletic performance and you just happened to share that you were vegan and I appreciate that so much when people are known for something else and oh by the way I'm vegan and they like, get the importance of it like they're not just there's some athletes that are vegan but they don't really seem to like emphasize it and it's fair enough if they're not ready to who, who like, do you say a couple other people that you admired first for their abilities and then found out they were vegan later like nice surprise. i don't know can you can you name any i can't even think like i was just telling you steve Wynn, the steve the Wynn, big yeah. uh, real estate developer yeah. i don't know if he's still currently vegan but yeah. you know the Wynn casino encore well, i guess development i found Tyson out he was Cal- vegan i thought that was cool mike oh, tyson yeah, i remember yeah. hit when i saw a video of him talking about it i was so like it made me feel so oh, you'd yes. never expect mike tyson you wouldn't. and it's, and it's that pendulum swing of like extreme one way to realizing that there's suffering and to try and re- remove that steve-o you know i think that's amazing steve-o that's, too yeah, he right. really he really connects with it and i think that's that's really beautiful, you know. Yeah, I I think that's so awesome when mm. you find out second that someone's vegan. Yeah, so I've just got back from Norway. I went on the first ever Segway. <laughs> Segway. Uh, f- first ever vegan cruise, ocean cruise. They've done river cruises. This was the first one, and there's a thousand and twenty people on there. I'd say about nine hundred or so that's were vegan. It's a but massive the, ship. Hundred yeah. massive ship. Hundred percent vegan food supplied. Three buffets a day. All you can eat. You pay once and you get that food. Um, every day it would stop in a different port and then it would drive or float sail sail throughout the night i guess yeah cruise throughout mm-hmm. the night to yeah. another port and um you'd wake up in a different bay and go explore norway the fjords and that that was a really special moment dr gregor was on there nice first night i had dinner with dr gregor and melanie joy just sat opposite me it was really 
The really appealing thing about a cruise is that you just unpack once. Like in all my years of minimalism and traveling around the world, I never did a cruise. But it's so cool that you can just check into your room on the ship and then it takes you to four or five different places. It's like a giant camper van. It takes It's like ho- a giant hotel that moves. It's a hotel that moves, yeah. yeah it is. So I will have to check out a cruise someday, maybe a vegan cruise, maybe vegan we'll, travel. We'll put on a, we'll try and put our own one on, but I got so inspired from it and just the way that, you know, you can give lectures every day, you right. can give demonstrations, then I was teaching. Right, you were posting your fitness classes. I was doing fitness hosting. classes. Did they ask you to do day. that or just spontaneously happened? Or? They asked me to do one and they asked me to do one talk and I was like, right, I haven't prepared a talk and I haven't prepared a class to do. What am I going to do? And I've not, when I've been used to teaching in the past, I've always just been like a parkour teacher mm. and it felt quite draining. Like I was like trying to get, because parkour is for quite it's different. Advanced. It's a, it can be quite yeah, advanced yeah. and then even teaching some of the foundations is, is boring. And I, don't, I, I just don't find it that interesting. Like it's, I, I, I like to understand the body. I've been in a lot of yoga. I've been in a lot of Ninja Warrior and my training for that has all been very intuitive, very led by some deeper awareness in me that's like not conventional. I'm not trying to do 10 chin-ups five times. Yeah, like yeah. it's really, I'm never trying to overtrain. I'm trying to be relaxed the whole time I'm training. And then I'm, I'm, I think the yoga is just blended into it in the way that like uh, breathing techniques, getting the right form and posture way more important than actually just getting out reps. Is this how you've always thought about training? Is it this has, a recent shift? It's a recent shift mixture of... Um, I, I really think you can be led by your laziness. And I think, <laughs> and like, I don't go to the gym. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, I, d- I, f- I don't like that feeling of being... of energy. Yeah, I don't want to be out of breath and knackered and then trying to go again. Like, for some reason, I thought, let me just try a few months of training without that. And I actually progressed really well with just, you know, just some nose breathing and, and really mindful training. And just did Ninja Warrior as well from that... Um, and so I, I just put this into the classes. So I'm just talking through my mind, basically through the way my mind is work and, and some of the creative movements, which I'd say is like a lot of child's play movements crawling upstairs, but with the sort of wisdom of an elder who understands posture and mobility. So it's not just scrambling up. It's like so thinking they, about the elbow position. You had like 20, 25 people mm-hmm. on their hands and knees. Crawling upstairs, yeah. crawling across the floor, doing camel walks. Um 
balancing on railings, vaulting over railings. All like, ages or was all it all ages? Mostly, yeah. yeah, from like twelve to like sixty, sixty-five. Spinning did a lot. I put, I put spinning in. Are class you breaking a, lot. a sweat? Are these people? Uh, no, just just breaking a sweat, but, ne- but never out of breath. Never, never out, out of breath. breath. Yeah. And it was just really an eye opener for me to go, wow, I have got my own style. You know, I love like Ido Portal and mm. Kelly Starrett, and I really look up to that. And, and I, st- I really study these people in like their interviews. It's not just the movements, but I'm getting like how their mind their works. Knowledge. And it's just inter- it re- amazing to realize that I've got my own version to bring I, and I'm just I, starting to develop it now. I hate to put you on the spot, but you know, let's say someone's listening to this at home mm. and they're mm. just sitting on the couch and they have you in their yeah. earbuds. Can you walk them through something they can do right now on the ground, right in front of them? That would be a Tim Sheaf special <laughs> on the get, floor. I don't know on the floor. Or yeah, where, I mean, if they, a stair set is a great. All right, let's say they got stairs in their house. Uh, yeah. Well, what would you imagine them doing? Yeah, so I guess put both hands on the second step, and then hop you both your feet to the step below it, and then lift your hands up to the step above, and then lift your feet up, and you try and do it with your uh, feet completely facing forward try and lock out your knees if possible and try and lift from the hips from the bum so you're not just jumping and you're li- thinking about lifting from the hips rather than pushing off the feet and you're mm-hmm. you know extending out the arms mm-hmm. and lifting the feet up and leaning forward in the shoulders i'm sure we'll, we'll and, show a clip of that yeah and watching the video i mean we got a name for it haven't we I've oh what's the name, said it. name for well, not for that movement oh. I could, yeah that's what well, sort of camel i uh, call it two-legged camel or two-legged camel that's um, a good one. but uh because your back's like a hump but the name for the actual workout we've, we've come with is a You're, uh, Mindful Warrior. And I think that sums it up sums because it coming up. from Ninja Warrior. Um, ninja Warrior it is, to it, Mindful Warrior. It is quite ninjury, but at the same time, mindful encompasses that, you know, what I said about sprinkling of the salt being vegan and underlining it is like being mindful and and taking practices from yoga about so actually maybe maybe i was wrong maybe you don't want people just to listen to your advice and start hopping up the steps you want people to see very clearly what they need to do and what to be mindful of so yeah this is not a quick fix tim sheaf is not a quick fix yeah i can't just get in your ear and do mindful warrior program yeah it's about exercises that are quite simplistic quite creative Hmm. quite childlike they'll have you on your hands and feet but also um you know working on the posture and the mobility of, that we've sort of lost the awareness like people don't even know how to walk up the stairs like genuinely right. i see people in the gyms with pts and they've got them with kettlebells doing one-legged squats and pistols and i'm like their knees are just shaking their angles mm. the angles of the ankle and the knees are really bad and the hips you and, probably said there's a and so i'm at the same gym doing really slow one-legged squats with no weight and there's these skinny people next to me that that go and i'm like I just stay in my own world and I don't say anything, but I just know that there's a massive gap and potentially a crisis of people that are just getting their bodies into just bad injuring angles. injuring themselves. Yeah, hammering, hammering nails in at the, at the wrong angle. They're, they're cashing checks that, you know, mm-hmm. that the body can't, can't pay for. And, uh, and I think we need to address it. And I'm just not many people seem to blur the lines of yoga and workout and stuff. Mm-hmm. And not, it isn't like a yoga workout per se, but it's because yoga inspired yoga inspired but it's just it's just the right amounts of yoga because it's because it's, it's about breathing right be a bit about presence and about alignment you know i guess alignment's a really crucial thing because how long were these classes on the cruise were they in the morning or they're in the morning they're about 45 minutes 45 long. minutes yeah and it's including more, a warm-up and cool down yeah and the, the class itself is partly warm-up you just is the real blend the, the i mean the cool down was like we'd sit and we'd arm and 
or hum, whatever people feel comfortable doing, and then and we'd, we'd squeeze our knees in fetus position. I think we need to get more comfortable in fetus position because we were in it for nine months as a baby, and then we just we grow up and we we never, you know, unless we're crying or something, we don't really get into that position. I think especially men, I see in gyms with really tight hips, tight knees, tight ankles. Mm-hmm. They've, they need some, and they're trapped in their emotions they need to go into fetus position every day for like five minutes a day mm-hmm. and just hug their knees hug into their, their knees, chest yeah. and just release the spine up there and start around, release, roll around maybe. yeah play with it and I think that's one of the big reasons men don't get into yoga it's because yoga is way too advanced when you go into a class with wow, yeah. lean flexible a lot of women mm-hmm. with lo- you know looser hips trying to keep up trying to keep up and they're at the class and they can't even think about the alignment they're you know you're trying to do down dog yeah and yeah. down dog on a guy if you don't have flexibility in your hamstrings puts all the weight into your arms and shoulders and you can't actually relax in down dog and all the women their weight's a bit more balanced and they can actually relax and they, they, your bottom half supposed to lean in your top half like that now I can barely do that my weight's still in my shoulders and I'm knackered from just a down dog so no wonder they don't want to go again yeah um, so I want to find a way that People can start to be conscious of this stuff. So your training is not going to crush you the next day. It's you won't. You won't. You'll only. The idea is that you feel better every day, yeah. and that you don't. Feel, at the end of it, you feel like you could go again. But at the same time, that when you work out, you shouldn't crush your willpower. And this is another mm-hmm. thing people do. They they go to work out. They know that for those that 30 minutes that one hour they can just mind over matter everything and this actually burns through their willpower then they're releasing endorphins they, they you know the adrenaline is running and so they can do they'd that feel good for that little window and they'd feel good for an hour after and they'd sweat and then the next day their body's breaking down and and they're making people make poor choices if you burn your willpower you've only right, got so right. much a day you know if your chakras are flowing you've got more if your chakras are stiffening up kids have a lot kids are really they're they're really flowing and so make poor decisions late in the day make poor decisions late in the day that we eat badly and all this stuff mm-hmm. so it's about it's about fueling you so the workout fuels you to go on and make better decisions and to feel freer in your body and to warm you up for the day and then you can go again the next day and you can you can build from that and you might ache in such a unique way that's really like the length of the muscle rather than around the joint do you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. a real as you start to get the mobility back yeah that's awesome yeah, so I want to say that it, it's not just a name, Mindful Warrior. It's going to be a program. I mean, so that's the big reveal is that we're partnering up. We're going to Create put this, all yeah. this knowledge mm-hmm. into an organized package so people yeah. can see it and experience it for themselves. Yeah, and play with it and get active and, and to do it anywhere, any park. Or you just need to like different workouts for different um accessory things but you basically you just need a bar in a park or a tree branch uh, a set of stairs and i mean you know, a, a vertical pole a handrail like or, or just the floor two lines on the floor i think a lot <laughs> of it will be just two lines on the floor like a car park yeah. and there will be parkour movements in there real foundational stuff i think a lot of people parkour is such an amazing practice but for adults to get into it we have to really get back to the childlike mobility nice. and so this this like i say the class is real child's play and you know elder wisdom combined um with you know yeah with it's fun it's going to be cheap and free for people well free for people to, to do in that they area don't, yeah they don't need the gym membership yeah you won't need a gym membership um i love it i, yeah. I can't wait to reveal it reveal more yeah. i uh can't know. wait to capture it we gotta go yeah right so that's the that's probably the big reason you're in town and uh, you've come to vegas for us to work together i was just inspired to yeah. do it and then that week in norway teaching class every day mm. was not 
was just a perfect focus group yeah, that I exactly. didn't plan, I didn't expect to have. Wow. I was only supposed to do one day and I ended up saying, let me do it every day so I get some practice. Back to in. that, let's just pause for a moment. That group of people, mm. you know, pays for a vegan cruise and just as a free bonus basically gets Tim Sheaf as their personal trainer for their cruise. I Someone mean, commented what that. What a lucky thought, uh, bonus well, uh, that is to just happen to be there. Some people seem to appreciate it. And, uh, and, uh, I mean, I was, how I often do you have a professional athlete as a personal trainer for free? Uh, it's not. It's just. I think that's like a benefit of being vegan, actually, because vegans I, I hope they want have to back, work with <laughs> other vegans, yeah. and so you're yeah. there because I don't know, they're well, all there. Well, I the agree, vegan. and that that was one of the things that inspired me because there's plenty of people teaching parkour to the parkour community or to you know. But they want to learn from a vegan. I, I I like to take my skills and give it to the vegan community. Yeah. Like I'd rather you know not, and everyone can join in. It's not about just doing it for them, but they. They're ready and willing for it. So I know yeah. for a fact mm. I am not the best video editor in the world. I'm mm. not the best podcast producer. I'm not the best YouTuber in the world. But I've gotten to work with so many awesome YouTubers, including you, just because I'm one of the better vegans, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, right. a, I mean, it's a big fish in a small you, pond. And, yeah, but I, mean, uh, I hope you, the pond gets bigger. But mm. uh, it's the opportunities with networking in the vegan community are awesome. Yeah, it's a good it's a good pond to be in. Yeah. Well, not to jump back to your mentioning the return of Saturn. Oh, shit, yeah. I wanted to talk about that because the significance between the age 27 and 29, mm-hmm. which you're in that window right now. Mm-hmm. I'm on the other side of 30. Mm-hmm. I'm 31 this year, and uh it reminds me of a quote that Steve Jobs said at his 30th birthday. I don't know if you know it. I don't know if it's a Picasso quote or it's some quote. It says uh before 30 a man makes his habits. After 30, habits make the man. So it's kind of like, I wow. always saw 30 as wow. a turning point. Yeah. Like before 30, like I really want to get my shit together and figure out who I want to be mm. so that um, after 30, I can just be in my peak state, you know, not have to answer those questions. And I wonder if you're answering some things now I think with that the might return be, of yeah. Saturn. Yeah. If that's significant for a lot of people. It's crazy, if 30 right? 30 is meaningful. And then finding this like my own starting to find my own style and then the clothing you know we put on the parties and ben's djing with his with the other homies from derby you know t-boys coming in they're all about the same age or all about the same all about the same age very similar but it's like we sort of neglected that side of us thinking that right focus on the clothing and and these other talents and it's starting to be like no we're a lifestyle like we we are vegans, yes, but it, we're conscious of other areas of life, and we know that it doesn't have to be being vegan doesn't mean you have to be super serious about everything. You don't have to be like anyone else. It doesn't mean you don't yeah. you can't party. It doesn't mean you can't you know you don't you can still drink and stuff. It's about yeah. it is about finding balance, and I know balance is a very funny word. You can use it to you know like did you for a while you didn't want people to know that you had a the ability to party like you wanted to like not show that side of you yeah i was a bit now hesitant but i think it's important I think the community is welcoming it yeah i think we and especially vegan is when you become vegan and start to see the what's going on with the animals under our noses the whole time it's quite a trauma and we all need healing and i think definitely partying is one way for us to let it out and especially when you're with like-minded people Music, the, the, the energy yeah and we, we did vegan nights five days later and they said that was incredible as well. And there's 2,000 people in, again in Shoreditch in Brick Lane. 2000. And 2,000 people, the queues was around the block and they were running the vibe and they said they won't do it again without our boys running the music. Um, and this is just a start, a taste That's of awesome. things to come. And it's like, I, I was even picturing, I was on the cruise when Ben was telling me and I was just like, I get I get ahead of ourselves, but we, you know, we've got that 
foresight like they could have residencies in vegas oh man at, you know because come on over boys just the, the way Get they they flow and it's not like a set genre it's really they know how to play to i mean i know all good djs play to the audience but they play to a vegan audience who have got a mixture of like the the style i don't know it was, it was just you'll have to it, basically i'm just saying if, if you see there. there's one and you're able to come to it i wouldn't yeah don't hesitate 